But now we'll get into the final topic of today's episode. And that is what I'm sure we've all been observing, which is the escalation to World War Three. It's crazy. But like we have the war drums with Iran. So like day one, day one, when the the fighting between Israel and Palestine broke out, and this latest round of fighting broke out, you had American politicians and the talking heads on TV calling for the bombing of Iranian energy infrastructure. It's like, oh, now, hold on now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Israel gets attacked by Hamas. Therefore, United States has to bomb Iran. How the hell? How do we how do we get here? <laughs> how do we get here? It's like that is an incredible leap to make. Sure, there are some connections. We're Israel's ally, and Hezbollah is Iran's ally. But how exactly does Hamas attacking Israel make it okay to bomb Iran? What? How? Uh, it's still a little bit baffling uh, now. We know the nature of these people. It just still impresses me how how half-witted they can be in stringing together these justifications for war. It's like, oh yeah, Israel got attacked, so we have to go bomb Iran. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We, that's not how this goes. Yeah, if... <laughs> that's not how this goes. I mean, hell, Russia just bombed Ukraine. They're, they're still bombing Ukraine. So, U.S. has to... And apparently, since we're deterring China, we have so Russia bombs Ukraine, United States has to bomb China, huh? <laughs> it's like, well, no, hold on now, hold on now, or better yet, better yet, North Korea bombs South Korea, therefore United States has to bomb China. It's like that's not how this goes, but that that's the the level of um, uh, we'll say genius that we got on day one of the Israel Palestine fighting. Immediate war, 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 war. The war drums are just ringing, just ringing. And we're, we're going to go bomb Iranian energy infrastructure. And and I love how the lady on that CNN interview <laughs> with Lindsey Graham, even she had enough common sense left in, in there, enough integrity as a person to not just passively consent to World War Three. When hearing it told to her, she's like, she, Lindsey Graham's like, we need to attack Iran. We don't, we don't need a ground invasion. We don't need to fight, and we, we just bomb energy infrastructure. They have uh, f- four major refineries. You put the hurt, you want to put the hurt on Iran. You get, you target the oil, and the, and then the lady's like, well, no, uh, um, so we don't exactly have evidence linking Iran to the attacks on Israel. So you're saying, and I'm just, I'm just trying to be clear here. I'm just trying to be clear. These are your words. You're saying we should attack Iran even without clear evidence that they were involved. And that uh, genius, Lindsey Graham, that genius said yes. <laughs> he said yes. I'm like, okay, well, this is a psyop, and we're going to get dragged into a war. Not because we were dragged in. Ooh, America just can't stay out of wars. No, it's, again, just like I argue with other wars in American history, going all the way back to World War One. The reason we get, quote-unquote, dragged into these wars is not because we ourselves have been attacked. It's because people over here want to be involved in the war. 
And in the case of World War II, it resulted in Pearl Harbor because we couldn't keep our hands to ourselves. We couldn't stay over here and do nothing. We just couldn't be okay with doing nothing like we were for the entirety of the 1800s. Uh, don't look at that. No, 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 don't look at that. We, we have to be involved. It's our moral responsibility to be involved, uh, which is as annoying as it is to hear, um, the more these talking points get parroted, the less pe responsive people are going to be to them. So I, I'm actually, and, and looking at this long term, I'm happy that a lot of these old talking points for going to war are being used up so much. I mean, they've, they've even revived the whole axis of evil shit. They've revived the axis of evil. You have Mitch McConnell in an interview. He, he reinvoked it, talking about Russia, China, and Iran, and calling them a direct threat to the U.S. It's like, well... They're not, but okay. <laughs> if anything, we're a direct threat to them. We're funding a proxy war against Russia on Russia's border. We've, we're trying, we're getting ready to fund a proxy war on China's border with Taiwan. We're a direct threat to North Korea because we fund a, a proxy war with South Korea. I mean, South Korea and North Korea are still at war. There was never a peace. Taiwan and China are still at war. There was never a peace. We're the direct threat to them, not the other way around. Uh, but don't let that stop you from having and starting a good war, okay? And of course, you have Janet Yellen last week talking about some, oh yeah, we can afford two wars at once, a blatant lie, considering how we were struggling to fund one war in Ukraine. And we're acting, and what, what amazes me, is how we're acting like Hamas. The the attack Hamas did on Israel is somehow an attack on the US. And you, even though it's not, it's literally not. They got attacked. No one here died. No one here died. I mean, we have hostages, American hostages who have been taken captive. Uh, reportedly, two of them have been released out of the four to 10-ish that we know of that have been captured by Hamas. So, uh, but if you listen to, to uh, geniuses <laughs> like Nikki Haley, that quote, a supposedly a presidential candidate, and, uh, you're, you're winning, you're, you're really inspiring the nation with your 8%. <laughs> but yeah, you have people, you have uh, geniuses like Nikki Haley saying, literally saying that the that Hamas's attack on Israel was an attack on the United States. Literally. Like, that's not hyperbole. That's not me putting words in her mouth. No, that is literal. She said, quote, this isn't just an attack on Israel. It's an... Hold on, let me get my Nikki here. This isn't just an attack on Israel. It's an attack on America. Because they hate us just as much. <laughs> uh, and, and, and? Question mark? And? So what if they do? So what if they hate us just as much as they hate Israel? Like, what does that matter to us? What does that mean to me? People keep forgetting that we live on this side of the ocean. We don't live over there. We live over here. An attack on somebody living over there is not an attack on America. An attack on an American citizen over there isn't necessarily an attack on America. It's an attack on an American citizen. It concerns us, 
but that's not an act of war against us. What does Israel being attacked by Hamas mean to me? Because it's not an attack on me. It's, it's literally not. It's an attack on Israel. And last time I checked, because I know that none of the Israel simps are going to bring this up. Last time I checked, Israel wasn't the 51st state either. Oops. We forgot about that one. So what does this mean to me? Oh, they hate us just as much. And? So what if they do? It like, I, I can't stand that argument that, oh, they, they hate us, so we have to we have to be uh, hostile to them. Oh, they hate us, so we have to make sure they, they can't ever have a leg up. They can't ever have a good day. And I listen to the, the PBD podcast, Patrick Bad David podcast, and even they fall victim to this because, you know, he's from Iran. Uh, Bet David, he's from Iran, so he doesn't necessarily like the, the new regime the uh, under the Ayatollahs. He says, oh, yeah, they hate us. So we, they're, they're our enemies. And it's like, so what if they hate us? And it's not, it's not just them. It's not just Nikki Haley. It, this is a widespread argument against everybody who, you know, wants to find some basic bit justification for fighting a war against the country they don't like. Oh, yeah, they hate us. Oh, they hate us. They, they, they're, them having their way on any issue is against, is not an American interest. It's not an America's interest. How? How? What? Uh, not as in them doing well means we do bad. It's how do the two even correlate? We don't have interest in the Middle East. And no one here wants to be there. We don't have interest in Eastern Europe and no one here wants to be there either. We don't have interests in East Asia. And again, no one here wants to go fight China or North Korea. No, definitely North, not North Korea. So it's it's just such a childish argument to make. Oh, he doesn't like me, so I'm not his friend, and I'm never going to talk to him again. That's childish. That's childish and dangerous for a, a major power to be doing. You want to get into a war, that's how you do it. Uh, like, imagine. Imagine. During the Cold War, if at the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis... Kennedy subscribed to the ideas of these these uh, geniuses, these light bulbs. Imagine if Kennedy subscribed to this same garbage at the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis. We'd all be dead. Oh, Russia hates us. I can't let them have a... I, I can't negotiate with Russia because that's not in America's end. They hate us, so they're our enemy. And then he just doesn't talk to Khrushchev? And the Cuban Missile Crisis just escalates? Could you imagine... If he subscribed to these same retarded ideas, we'd all be dead. There wouldn't have been nuclear uh, disarmament treaties. Because, uh, oh, the Americans, they hate us. Oh, the Russians, oh, they hate us. So we, we can't ever talk to one another. No, no, we, we can't ever find an agreement that works to, to both of our benefit. No, 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 no. We, we can't let them have a win because that's on our interest. Oh, because they hate us. It's so childish. It's so childish. And it's annoying to listen to from people who should know better. Because like, I'm just one dude on the internet, all right? Like, I, I love you, my lovely listeners. But I'm one guy. <laughs> I'm one guy, and it's not as if I'm the most influential podcast out there. Like, let's let's really take a look at the situation here. 
people who are objectively better at this whole uh, internet podcast show thing uh, are uh, should know better, especially when they have more resources and more information available to them. It's crazy that we even have to deal with this. Oh, they hate us. So, so what if they do? Like, and and just think about. It. Let, let's just take that and run with it for a minute. They hate us. If uh, therefore we can go do whatever the hell we want to them because they hate us. We can go bomb them. They hate us. We can cut them off from oil. They hate us. We can sanction them and try to cripple their economy. They hate us. It's okay. No. If someone hating you serves as a, as a justification to start a war, then what does it say that we hate everybody? Our government hates, uh, let's get the list right here. Our government hates in, in no particular order, Iran, they hate North Korea, they they hate Assad in Syria, they oh, they hate Russia with every fiber of their being, like, oh my god, like, god damn, it gets crazy with Russia, they just, they can't think straight, they can't see straight, they, some would call them gay, <laughs> they, they just, they lose all sense of reason, and reality, once you introduce Russia into a conversation, they just can't stand Russia. They hate Russia with every atom, every atom in their body hates Russia. And they can't stand the existence of Russia. They hate everything there is to hate about Russia. And then they hate some more. Like, goddamn, they hate China almost as much as they hate Russia. They hate Venezuela. They hate the Taliban. They're starting to hate Turkey because Turkey's switching sides to their own benefit. They hate Hungary because Hungary is perfectly willing to switch sides and they know it. And it will also be to their benefit. They hate Hungary. They, they, uh, they're developing a hatred towards India because India, the, the biggest and most populous democracy on the planet, doesn't want to pick their side in the major geopolitical struggles. And now we're exposing their crimes, assassin carrying out extrajudicial assassinations in Canada. Oh, India's authoritarian tendencies. Oh, you can already start to see the, the propaganda machine at play. They're developing a hatred of India. Developing it. And, and to top it all off, they hate us too. <laughs> they hate the U.S., America. They hate Trump. They hate MAGA. They hate everything about American history. They hate literally everybody here. So if someone hating you is justification for a war, then every country I mentioned, America included, has a casus belli against the United States of America. Like, that's how stupid this gets. That's how crazy of a, of a logic chain this is. There, it's... It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's childish and it's dangerous. And we can see the danger that this type of a mindset, this type of mentality has when it's coming from a major power, the United States. We are a great power and we are being incredibly childish with this shit. Talking about start casually talking about starting wars with Russia, China, Iran, North, Hezbollah, everybody, everybody, we, everybody can get it. Axis of evil. We're going to fight the axis of evil. We're going to fight all these wars how it's 
oh my goodness. And it's not just Iran and the Middle East where we're playing these stupid games. Like, again, we're trying to start a war with China too. And you've, you've seen it all throughout the, well, actually, you've seen it, well, yeah, no, no, you, you've seen it all throughout the, the Ukraine war, but it really got an emphasis in like the last few months prior to the war breaking out in Israel, or the latest attack, because they're, they're technically always at war. Uh, the, the last few months of the Ukraine war, when the Ukraine war was the topic, you know, before the latest round of fighting in Palestine, you saw it especially tick up during that point where it's, we're fighting in Ukraine to deter China. You know, that, that, that trash, we've seen it all throughout the war, but it really picked up in the last few months prior to the, the fighting here in Palestine. Uh, that whole, we have to deter China by fighting in Ukraine and sending a message that we're going to be there to defend democracy. Now, how exactly that's supposed to be the case, no one has bothered to explain. But shoot, I can tell you. <laughs> you know I can and you know I will. So riddle me this, Batman. If you use up all of your 155 millimeter artillery shells, a third or more of your HIMARS ammunition, you've lost hundreds of armored vehicles, dozens of modern battle tanks, you've lost an unknown yet very high quantity of air defense missiles, cluster munitions, javelin anti-air missiles, stinger anti-v... Oh, or am I getting this wrong? Oh, yeah, I'm getting it wrong. Large yet unquantified quantities of javelin anti-vehicle missiles, stinger anti-air missiles, and, and the side that you're backing has lost half a million men conservatively? Even with full, real-time intelligence sharing and hundreds of billions of dollars given to them, conservatively, and you're still losing? Batman, what exactly have you deterred? You haven't deterred shit. <laughs> you, have, you haven't deterred a damn thing. What you've actually done is said, hey, we have half a million alliances, security guarantees, and defense obligations spread out around the world. And we just spent everything we would have spent fighting you on just one of these obligations. And it was the one which doesn't necessarily concern you. Oh, and by the way, we lost. We still lost, even after doing all that. What have you deterred? If that's your message to China, what have you deterred? You haven't deterred a damn thing. And it's not just China. Let's run through the list. Kosovo, dead. Serbia is going to take that. And what are you going to do to stop them? <laughs> South Korea, dead. North Korea is going to take that. The Kurds, our precious ally, the Kurds, dead. Syria is going to take that. Taiwan, come on now. Do I even need to ask? Do I even need to say it? Dead. China's going to take that. So what, what the fuck are we deterring? And these geniuses, these light bulbs, who masterminded such an unbelievable blunder, 
are now sitting here talking tough to Hezbollah and Iran. Oh, you better not get involved. <laughs> to which the other side has undoubtedly responded, say, to which they've undoubtedly said to themselves, don't get involved or what? <laughs> don't get involved or what? What are you going to do about it? The arsenal democracy, they said, oh no, the arsenal of democracy has told us to stop. But what does that even mean to us if said arsenal is empty? It means nothing to us and we're going to do whatever we want. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what I'd be saying. Um, but then again, I'm just, I'm just toxic. They, they might say it with a little bit more tact than I would, but that's what they're saying to themselves. Don't get involved or what? What, you, you're going to send $100 billion to Israel? Oh, that's going to help them a lot. Because <laughs> you can't send them missiles. You don't have any. You can't send them artillery shells. You don't have any. <laughs> you can't, what, you're going to send them javelins and stingers? You don't have any. Oops. You're going to send them Bradleys and wait for them to learn how to use them? Oops. How many of those do you still have that are functional? Oops, you don't have any. Abrams? Oh, yeah, that's going to help. In close quarters combat in Gaza? Oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be real helpful. Fighting in the middle of an urban environment. So that's not going to help. What are you? What exactly are you going to do? Don't get involved or what? Nothing. Nothing. And all this drama from our government. Uh, Part of it has to be that they just don't want to lose control over all these places around the, and they're getting pressed and they're getting frustrated that all these places that they've written off as easy to deal with, uh, third world countries, inferior peoples, that all these peoples around the world are pressing them at the same time and winning on all fronts. All these people that they hate so much are scoring victory after victory in a collective manner and rolling back the frontier of the American empire, rolling back, pushing them out and keeping these people from having control over literally every aspect of everyone else's lives. And they can't handle that. They're control freaks. So part of, part of it is that. And another part of it has to be time. We're coming up to the end of 2023. Next year is an election year, a presidential election year specifically. And they know what's coming. They know they're gonna lose in 2024. When you, they know that they're in the middle of, a, of another American revolution. When you have New Yorkers and Chicagoers talking about close the border, you know you're screwed. Cause there's only one guy talking about that with any credibility to his name. And that's Trump, not you. You're still talking about letting them in. You're still, you're still talking about an open border. You're talking about building two inches of border wall. I'm not going to stop anything. That's a detour. <laughs> they know they're going to lose. And they know who they're going to lose to. And when they lose, they know that this time, Trump really will drain the swamp. If for no other reason than to get revenge on them for what they've done to him for the past three years. And truthfully, for the past eight years, going all the way back to when they spied on him in 2015, his campaign. They know what's coming. 
they know that when he comes back, a whole lot of them are going to wake up the next morning with a Schedule F appointment. And they're going to be told to leave Washington, D.C. And they can't handle that. They can't handle it. No more money. No more power. And no more political cover and institutional cover for their crimes and corruption. That's what that means. And in response to that threat, a threat to themselves, not to us, the American people, these niggas want to start World War III. Like, 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 I mean, think about that. Think about that. These niggas want to, they would rather start World War III than to be removed from power. These niggas would rather start World War III than to be put in handcuffs, and many of them will be, because many of them are criminals. These niggas would rather start World War III than to see China and Russia play a larger role on the global stage, these countries that they hate with every fiber of their being, especially Russia. And they would rather start World War III than to see any kind of accountability for their own actions and for the things that they've done. These people have got to go. Business as usual cannot be allowed. We can't afford business as usual anymore. Something's got to give. And if it's not them, it'll be us. So uh, it goes without saying, <laughs> it's going to have to be them. Sorry, but I'm uh, really not sorry, senor. Get your ass up out of here. But that, my lovely listeners, is all I've got for you today. And I do hope you've enjoyed my lovely broadcast on my geopolitical podcast. The world is changing rapidly. We're heading into an election year. I can only imagine what type of savage buffoonery these people are going to get up to. Uh, we're watching what might be Israel's last days on Earth. You know, always have to keep that in mind. And we're watching... What else can we describe this other than a deliberate attempt to start World War Three? Ukraine, Israel, we're, we're filling up the, the World War Three bingo chart. We don't want that bingo. <laughs> I'll say that much. But no matter how much the world changes, folks, we will have one. We will have fun watching it together. Now, I've been your host. Hi, Sean Wade. And you've been listening to This Week in Geopolitics. So until we meet again next Monday, servus. This segment was taken from my podcast, This Week in Geopolitics. I have new episodes every Monday, so if you like what you heard, consider giving me a follow. Thanks for listening, and hopefully I'll see you next time. Servus.